Pastor Moore. Everybody say, jump on him, Jesus. Well, isn't it great to be here on this Wednesday night to worship none other but Jesus Christ, King of kings and the Lord of lords. My, what a God we serve here tonight. Got your Bibles? We'll go back to Hebrews, the first chapter, first three verses again. I felt led to, con- I won't necessarily say continue, but uh, maybe on the, some of the same grounds. In fact, man, if you start reading the Hebrews, uh, we may ought to just take the chance and the opportunity sometime and just go all the way through it. It's very clear that we have a better covenant, better high priest, a better life in any, any, any direction you look. Man, in this New Testament and what has taken place here, and that's what this Hebrew writer has enlightened unto us and help us to understand. And uh, so tonight, as we look at those three verses again, God, who at sundry times and at diver manners spake in times past unto the fathers by the prophets, hath in these last days spoken to us by his Son, whom he hath appointed heir of all things, by whom also he made the worlds, who being the brightness of his glory and the express image of his person, and upholding all things by the, the word of his power, when he had by himself purged our sins, sat down on the right hand, majesty on high. God bless you, and you may be seated. Let me say it's good to see all in the house of the Lord tonight. Appreciate each one of you and your commitment and your dedication, amen, to come on these midweek services. Uh, we never, we don't ever take that lightly. We know that for most part, all the very busy schools have become even more hectic than ever. Uh, the 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 uh, the load that's there, and then work. Just, I mean, it's all. But thank God, you're willing to make that sacrifice and come and be in the house of God. The world makes their sacrifices and go to their places and worship their gods, and they wouldn't say want me to put it that way. But it's still the truth. They give tithes and offerings to them. They bow to them. They serve them. They worship them. They give them their time and their effort. And so, thank God, you and I are willing to come on a Wednesday night. Amen. Where most of the world looks at that as a little, you know, out of style. You know, y'all, y'all not with the times. No, we're not. We're not trying to be with the styles or with the times. We're trying to be saved. Amen. And so we need that three days. That's about how long Israel needed before they went to mumbling and complaining. So about three days is about all we can stand without joining back together and coming back together. Amen. To hear the word of God and love one another and care for one another. If we took more than that, we'd be a total mess by Sunday. That's the reason most of them places are a mess from Sunday to Sunday because they never get straightened out and stay there long enough to get straightened out. I'm glad to be in the house of God. This is where I can get my head on right. This is where I can get my focus back right. This is where I can get my attitude adjusted. This is where I can get a revelation and insight and understanding and visitations. Hallelujah. Like I can't get no other place. You're not going to find it up the road and down the road. You're going to find it out. You're going to find things in this place. You're not going to find it any other place. You're going to find help in this house. You can't find any other. When the doctor says they can't help it, but we can when the Lord just says he can, but this God can help you. Hey, I'm glad to have a helper in this house tonight. Hallelujah. And I'll tell you what, families need the help of God. I'll tell you right now, all families need the help of God. Enemy's done his best to tear them up and mess them up and all that, but thank God for the house of God. There's nothing like the family of God. And that's what makes strong families is a good, strong church. If you got a good, strong church, you can have good, strong families. But you can't have strong families without a strong church. You can have families that give themselves to this and that, but I'll tell you, they have chaos and trouble. But thank God for a strong church. Strong believers that's willing, amen, to put up the fight and be the light that God wants us to be. I'm interested in being a light for Jesus Christ. How about you? 
man willing, amen, to uh, put on that armor and become the soldiers that God's called us to be in this end time. And um, so uh, what, what I'm really going to do, I'm just going to use a couple of scriptures here. There's no way I'm going to use what I'd, all that I already had because it's just no way anywhere near the time. So I'm not going to do that. Uh, I, I'm always going to try to respect your time on Wednesday nights. We'll be back next Wednesday. Amen. So that good thing. But anyway. Uh, I want you to notice a few things because we kind of, you know, t- uh, left off last week. You know, we was talking about who we were as the city. We talked about that great light and all the prophecy of that great light. And I'd love to go to Isaiah 42. Man, there was a lot in Isaiah 42, 6 and 7. And uh, we may come back to that. But as you follow on through that particular chapter, you're also going to read about the Messiah. You're going to read about, amen, how that he came to those that was blinded and, and death and things of this nature. And I'm telling you what, we're living in a world today that is blinded in death. And he's spiritually speaking, it's what he's talking about in Isaiah, the 42nd chapter. Amen. His own people, amen, were blinded. His own people were death. Amen. Oh, they wouldn't have they had physical problems of hearing and physical problems of seeing. It was a spiritual problem. And that's the spiritual problem of our day. Man, has there ever been a time that we really want to get this revelation of this one God message, this apostolic, amen, doctrine, amen, this, this gospel, the good tiny good news across to our people to experience it for themselves, amen, but you know the only way to be a light is experience a light for yourself, amen, to be that light, you've got to be lighted, you've got to be set on fire, amen, thank God for the Holy Ghost and fire, amen, that burns in our bosoms, that burns in our lives, amen, I know the world wants to try to put it out and they want to say, you know, well, you ain't really got to have the Holy Ghost. It's just an extra gift. No, it's the only gift. Hallelujah. Without that gift, you don't have a right to any other gift, sweetheart. You really can't walk in the Holy Ghost. You can't walk in the gift of knowledge and wisdom and understanding. You can't walk in the powers of the gifts. You can't walk in the powers of the healing. You can't walk in none of that because you can't walk in truth. You're still groping in darkness. And this is the only gift that gives us revelation and insight and understanding of this day spring. Amen. As we sung last Wednesday night, the day star shining down into our hearts and our lives and our souls. And this light, amen, is shining down upon a people that was in the shadow of death. Amen. But he came to do what? He came to guide our feet into what? Into the ways of peace. Hallelujah. He came to do guide our feet in this old wicked world that we're living. In this confused world that we're in. We're living in a world tonight. Amen. We got people. Hallelujah. You can believe this or not because I heard it on the radio there's a guy out there and please I hope I'm not offensive with what I'm fixing to say amen but he's telling people amen he's giving people the license and tell them they all right amen when they commit suicide and all these other things they're fine they're, they're in the will of God man they're doing the you know they're going to be all right that's just how chaotic we're getting that's just how out of kelter we become and you can name it folks uh, <laughs> Thank God for holiness. Amen. And it's, it's, it is a way of life. It is a way of life. Amen. And so, uh, with a little bit of time I got here, I'm going to just do the best I can to cover a few things here because I'd love to went to Galatians, the fifth chapter. And uh, I'm telling you, there's just a lot. I got way too much. And, but anyway, here we go. John 3. Let's go to there. This is the condemnation that light has come into the world. And men love darkness rather than light because their deeds were evil. Now, we mentioned this quite a few times last Wednesday night. Condemnation is actually the basis of the indictment, amen, that was going against this world. Most people, hallelujah, they want to say they love Jesus. And
and they love, you know, religion and they love church. But, amen, they don't want to do no more separation of what they have to do. Amen. Brother Ford doesn't mention about the glory of God and habitation. I want to be a habitation of God. How about you? I want to be a place that he could come and take up habitation. Amen. I really want to be that. I want to be that, that earthen vessel, you know, that temple of the Holy Ghost. Amen. I don't want to quench it. I don't want to bind it up. And I'm not talking about just here in the house of God. I'm not talking about when we just want to dance and feel the chill bumps. I'm talking about in the highways and the byways. I'm talking about when I'm walking in Walmart. I'm talking about when I'm riding up and down these roads. I'm talking about when I walk into homes, amen, that's full of chaos, that's full of trouble, amen, that we can bring them light. Hallelujah. You know, us reflecting off of one another is not a big deal all said and done. Hallelujah. Where's a big deal, amen, is when you go out there in that dark world, you go out there in them vessels that don't know anything about Jesus, don't know anything about the Holy Ghost, don't know anything about the power of God, amen, and you let that shine through you, you let it penetrate their hearts, penetrate their lives, and give them hope that there is a better life for them. Hallelujah. But I'm going to tell you something. You and I can't waddle around in the mud holes and roll around with regret and muddy grubs and all that murmuring and complaining all the time. <laughs> Can I say this? If you, you do a study on Israel, three days, three days of coming out on the other side of that Red Sea. Bible says they murmured. They began to talk about the melons. They began to talk about the onions. They began to talk about how, how well they had it. Can I tell us something tonight? You've never had it better in the world than you have in the church. I don't care if you're making a million dollars a year. I don't care if you strive and had two or three boats and two or three cars and four or five homes. I don't care if you had two or three girls and four or five girlfriends. I don't care what you had going on. I'm telling you, you've never had it better in the world than you got it in the church. It's always better to be in the church than to be in the world because you can gain the whole world and lose your soul. I'd rather live from paycheck to paycheck. Hallelujah, from day to day and be in the church in the will of God and have the joy of the Lord and the peace of God and the love of God. Oh, dwelling in my life and operate through my life. I'd much rather, amen, pray for those, amen, that their money can't get them out of trouble. I'll tell you something tonight, church. The stage is being set for the greatest revival or the greatest falling away. It can never take place. Now, if you listen to your government and you listen to some of them, they're doing everything they can to destroy the church because they want all the control. <laughs> But it's a, it's a set in a time, amen, for the church of the living God to be endued with that power. I almost preached on that tonight. Amen. Because if you go back to and he talks about that power, we may come back sometime. Amen. Out of Hebrews, it talks about that power. Amen. Thank God for Acts 1 and 8. That in two power that comes when? After the baptism of the Holy Ghost. We get our power from the Holy Ghost. We don't get our powers from our talents. We don't get our powers from our own abilities of thinking and reasoning. We get our powers from the Holy Ghost. Amen. We get our powers under that unction and under that anointing. And when you get under that unction and anointing of the Holy Ghost, you can walk right in the midst of a bunch of devils and come out on the other side. When you're walking into the perfect will of God and the call of God and the election of God, and we've been called. And we've been elected. Amen. And you know what? He's not going to let his elected fail. If we'll just have an ear to hear, a heart to respond, and obey God with the true love of God and be faithful and committed. But I'm going to tell you something. You've got to be faithful to this place first. Don't tell me you're faithful out there if you're not faithful here. Don't come preach to me unless you, you've... You know, it's like going to the farmer. Don't have no cows. 
That's like coming to me and want to, you know, you want to start a chicken farm. You going to start a chicken farm, who are you going to go to? How many thousand you own? About 30. About 30,000. You think, you, think, you think they know anything about chickens? They don't. They're learning. <laughs> it's kind of like raising kids. Everybody can tell you how to raise them until they get their own. They can tell you how to raise yours. If you'd have done this, if you'd have done that, if you'd done that, I want to tell them, you go get you two or three. Let's see what you can do. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. Well, if you was passionate, if I was passionate, I'd do. Well, go get you and start your church, honey. What's holding you back? Go be a pastor. Amen. Go be whatever. Quick moment to complain about everybody else. And everybody else is like, you know what? I want my light to burn. I'm not going to quit looking at everybody else and start looking at mine and say, God, where's my light? We're the light of the world, folks. And I'm telling you, the devil can't put the light out. Drugs can't put the light out. Alcohol can't put the light out. Don't believe, I'm telling you, that's about the only thing that could stop it in us as individuals. Evil hearts of unbelief. But I'm telling you, in the house of God tonight, if you've got the heart to believe it and willing to step out on it, hey man, that's what Moses done. Hey, I can lead three million people in a wilderness. There's no Walmarts, no McDonald's, no Burger Kings, but there is a God in the heavens. And a God in heaven can send a manna. And a God in heaven can bring water. And I'm still serving that same God that's still in the blessing business and the healing business. And I want to walk in His light. You know, all these cats is waiting on, you know. I struggled with all that mess. <laughs> well, if you got this just right, if you got that just right, if you had this name, you'd raised, been raised in that family. <laughs> I hate to use any of those names. Somebody might get mad, but anyway, <laughs> praise God. Because <laughs> I thank God for them. I thank God for names that's been in Pentecost for a number of years. I hope that the Lord tears a hundred years from now. There's still some mores in Bendale, Mississippi, going to the first Jesus name church of Bendale. I hope there's still some Fords going. I hope there's Ferguson's and Cochran's. Hallelujah, and Berries. Hey, Amen. I hope there's this one and that one and all the others you can think of, Kings and Fairleys. And for both sides of the Fairleys, man, you get the Fairleys in this house, you'd have to build more than a field, honey. God don't know no limits, honey. Your eyes one has got limits. I tell you, we got the light, honey. The darkness can't put this light out. It never has and never will. You can never complain about the light if you want to, but the light's going to burn with or without you. There's nothing wrong with the church. There's sure nothing wrong with the God we serve. And there's definitely not nothing wrong with his word either. He wasn't confused when he wrote it down. <laughs> Folks, I really like that. I, I heard him a few days ago. Why do y'all do that? Because it's written. That's why we do it. Amen. And you'll see the day whenever he questions you about it. Why didn't you do it? And he's going to tell you, it is written. It is written. 
I didn't have a problem writing down my commandments because I don't have a problem of fulfilling my promises. So if you'll be faithful to my kingdom and faithful to my service, I'm going to be faithful to you. I'm not going to forsake you. I'm not going to leave you. Amen. You may drop the ball and you may come up short and drop the thing, but I tell you, I won't forsake you if you're willing to repent, if you're willing to confess, if you're willing to humble yourself. I'll take you back in. I love you with an everlasting love. I want you to win this race. I want you to win this battle but you've got to get off of your lazy tongue and do what you're supposed to be doing for Jesus Christ and have the ear to hear the word of God and walk in the light of Jesus Christ I'll tell you right now you're never going to be a light always to run to the church now you're causing discord if you go outside this church and run this church down you're causing discord out there and you're giving the enemy ammunition and ability amen, to keep this church bound I'm hitting some mark because I can tell on some of his faces. Hmm. Look, folks, y'all know when I backslide. I ain't going to church nowhere. If I'm going to backslide, buddy, I ain't going to spend no Sunday in some dead church. I'm not going to spend no time in some halfway heart church either. I mean, if I'm on backside, buddy, I'm going to go fishing and hunting. Hey, man, I'm doing whatever I want to on Sundays and any other time. If I'm on backside, it's just backslide, man. Hey, man, hey, man, I ain't interested in backsliding, no. I'm interested in moving forward. Hey, look, I'm interested in pushing on. This world don't have one thing for us, Tyler. This world don't have anything for these babies. This world's got a lot of things to offer them through different means and avenues. But the greatest thing that you and I can offer these babies is a church. A church is a light. There's a city on a hill. A church is alive and a well. A church is casting out devils or charged to live it above sin not letting sin rule that but it dominating sin Oh, there's some of you in the darkness tonight, honey. I'm telling you, you're in the darkness. But God's trying to pull you out of that darkness. God's trying to pull you out of that depression. God's trying to pull you out of that dilemma. You better thank God you got a church. You better thank God you got a praying church. You better thank God you still got a church that still believes in God. We can be like some of them others. We can get up here and sing some of that, you know, some of that. All you hear every once in a while, Jesus. That's what I'd say too. Huh? I'm going to go listen to a rock band, honey. I'm not going to a church house. I'm not going to go where they're looking like them. I'm not going to walk into a place and the pulpits don't look no better than I do. I'm not going to walk in a place and the platform don't look like it's any better than I am. You'd be shocked. Man, I shouldn't be doing this, but you'd be shocked across the platforms across George County. <laughs> That's doing deals with the drug dealers. Because they don't have the power now. 
and they don't have what they need and their lights going out and their influence is going out amen and iniquity is eating them up and eating their lunch and there's not anything they can do about it cause iniquity amen from the platform pit from the platform to the pew and you can't do nothing with iniquity on your own it takes the truth of God it takes the love of God it takes the light of God hallelujah there's most of them in it they don't even have a clue they're in it And here's the real sad deal. They're raising some babies in some atmospheres and some beliefs that everybody's going to think it's all right and acceptable. Don't tell me. I'm telling you our nation's accepting a lot what she wouldn't have. Some things that's going on. That's the thing going on in our school today. If you could pull back about 35, 40 years, man, that place would be stormed. They'd vote out every school board. <laughs> That's where they had to start. But you know what it was? We had teachers that the parents would stand behind. Now it's come. But you know where it started? Right here. If I keep this light burning in me, if I say illuminate it, that's God being decided here. Now, I've got a right by the Word of God. If the light's not burning right up here, you need to sit down. You sit in them pews. But if you want to be in leadership, I got a right. Whenever, watch this. I stepped up on it today and I thought about it. Platform. Elevation. There's a reason and a purpose behind that. And when you start becoming elevated there come becomes some requirements with it there was a time amen if you was going to run for a political office in this nation you better have some clean underwear amen because you wasn't going to make it you're just wasting your time now now we at a time it don't matter how dirty they are because it looks like everybody's is dirty but not the church but not the church but not the church honey she's got to stay right she's got to stay clean don't let the world fool you don't let everybody else fool you don't let everybody else's actions and deeds and places they go fool you, honey. Praise God. I'm a couple of minutes. Can I, can I just have a couple of minutes more here? I'd like to, um, man. I may have to come back next Wednesday night and just work on this some more of what I really feel that God wants us to do and, and be in this old world that we're living in tonight. Galatians 5 and 1. Stand fast, therefore, in the liberty wherewith Christ had made us free, and be not entangled again. With a yoke of bondage. This world's bondage, ladies and gentlemen. Don't kid yourself. They're not having the fun out there you think they're having. They're not having the fun out there they're proclaiming they're having. Most of them's miserable wrecks. I'm telling you, they are. They go and they get in them beds at night and they lay them head, their heads down in those pillars. And you'd be shocked. You'd be shocked right here in this community. Folks just have to lock their own bedroom doors because of idiots. 
because of what they've given themselves to and submitting themselves to. They're prisoners in their own home. Amen. And you think we ought to just sit back and let it slip into the church? Do you think you'll be content with just, you know, just getting a few melons? You know why David, whenever he took that one little lamb out of that lion's mouth, and when that lion rose up, you know why he smote him? Because he knew he'd be back. But you know what happened? When news got out that that lion didn't make it back, there's one shepherd's flock you better not fool with. Well, you you getting it out there, am I? Not spiritually speaking. Because once you start slipping and sliding, and once you start caving in, and once you start letting the inroads come, honey, it won't stop. It won't stop till it's got everybody in the house. From the pulpit to the very last one in the chairs. It don't make any difference. Because it's after our inheritance. It's after our soul. I'm telling you, you've got an adversary. You've got a devil, a man that hates you. And with a passion. Because you're going to take his place. You're going to sing a new song. You took on a name. You was washed in the blood. You was buried in a name that's above every name. He hates that name. Not only does he hate that name. He hates everything that God put his name on. That's the reason why there's such a battle and struggle over Jerusalem and over Israel tonight and as always will and always will be because God said I'm going to put my name there and anything that God's trying to put his signature now you watch this even Lazarus amen when Lazarus was resurrected amen all of a sudden they got out they wanted to they wanted to kill Lazarus too because he had was a testimony of the resurrecting power of Jesus Christ and so now they want to kill and slew even Lazarus everybody in this house if you've been born again and you bear this beautiful light, I'm telling you, the devil wants to take you out. He's looking for an opportunity with snares and traps. Amen. And he doesn't care. He doesn't care who he uses. He doesn't care how he goes about doing it. Amen. All he wants to do is destroy and to tear down. Amen. And destroy you as an individual and this church. But we're going to help let God be God and help us. Why? I'm not interested in getting entangled again in the affairs of this world. Neither I want to get yoked up in bondage. Behold, I, Paul, say unto you that if ye be circumcised. I'm going to wait. Man, this really gets into some areas. Amen. About going back into law and doing certain things. And, and I know I'm done past my time, 10 minutes. And, but uh, I'm telling you, folks, it's time to be the light. It's time to be the light. But there is a responsibility for this light to shine. You got to keep the globe clean. You got to keep the you got to keep the wick trimmed, and you got to keep it full of oil. If I'll do my part, God will take care of His part. If I'll just obey His word, obey His voice in our lives, I'm telling you, God will take care of the rest of it. Letting that light shine unto a lost and a dying world, folks. I'm telling you, we're, we're in a lost and broken, we're in a broken world. They need somebody that's got some understanding. They need somebody that's got some hope. They need somebody that's got some, it's anchored down. <laughs> Amen. Unmovable, unshakable, unchangeable by the world. But we've got to hold on. 
You can stand. We'll love you tonight. Appreciate your attendance and your faithfulness. Amen. To this house of God on Wednesday nights, midweek services. We never, don't ever, ever take that for granted. We thank you, man, for your faithfulness of coming and, and being committed and join in and worship with us. Man, you don't let the busy schedule and the, the weary of the day, amen, to overpower you, but you come and give thanks to God and worship to Him, and we appreciate that so much tonight. Uh, hopefully, something has been said here tonight would help encourage you, amen, if, if by chance that light, if the world's trying to take pitfalls and things of life, can, man, it can affect the light. But amen, don't let it, don't let it, don't let it. So don't forget, ladies, tomorrow night, Thursday night, fun night tomorrow night, ladies night tomorrow night, 7 o'clock in the Fellowship Hall. All come be a part of that, all the ladies that is. Amen. Come and be a part of that. It's going to be a fun night for you. We we'll love you. Appreciate you. Any other announcements? All right. If not, God bless you. Love and appreciate you. You're dismissed in the fear of the Lord.